out in the desert. Neighbors claims they practice witchcraft. All right, let's get this shit out, you said. <laughs> let's get this shit out. <laughs> Ironically, I said that to myself this morning right after I had my coffee as Whoa. well. In addition, poop jokes. We got them, folks. God almighty. Why does coffee always do that? I read an article about it once, actually. It stimulates um, drinking. E- actually, eating or drinking anything stimulates like bowel movement. Mm. Like just movement in your actual intestines. Yeah. But... um. They, like, looked into it, and there's, like, some sort of compound in coffee that may or may not, like, do more, but they think that it's basically just, like, eating or drinking anything else. It's just that most people have coffee first thing. It's insane. As a gay man who loves his iced coffee, like, (laughs) tragic. It's true. I love my cold brew, too. Did I tell you? Yes. As an intermittent faster who lives off of cold brew, literally, some days. There are two types of Starbucks baristas that I've encountered when ordering my cold brew. Mm -hmm. There's the one who told me recently she goes it's really cold outside do you want less ice i fucking hate that judgment no and i'm like no no i don't although i'm cheap so i order no ice and then i put ice in it when i get to my office because i'm cheap but i'm then, like fill it all the way up well, susan but then the second barista goes do you want less ice so you get more cold brew fuck yeah that's my like, barista i'm like you know what how about no ice how about no ice jason how about i got ice upstairs uh-huh. We run in a budget over here. Yep. We're a budget queen. Yes, we are. No ice. Thrifty. Sir. Thrifty over here. I'm going to make this cold brew last for eight hours. You know that's trending now all online. No ice? Like, no, where you do, like, yeah, like where you order I'm like, a bitch, venti. I've been doing that shit for no, years. No, no. <laughs> like where if you order like a venti, no. You order a grande of whatever with no ice. And then you order a venti cup of ice. You put the grande in the venti. Oh, and it fills it all the way up. it fills it all the way up. I mean, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But then that's how Starbucks starts charging you for fucking ice. Yeah, that's true. That's we, We've opened up a can of worms on that one. But anyway. That's what happens. That's how the, the world burns. That is how the world. That's how the world burns. Yeah, quite yeah. literally. As the world burns. As the world burns. Oh, I like that. That's kind of like a... Mm-hmm. That would be a perfect um, title for our soap opera here on this show, which we are so happy that you guys are listening to. <laughs> this Thank show you. that is a soap opera. <laughs> this show that is a soap opera. Oh, Honestly, my. what if we turn the show into a soap opera of our lives? Um, Honestly, I think we could do it. Yeah. I think it, I mean, it sort of halfway is already. I mean, pretty much. Um, we have an email that I'm, <gasps> that I'm looking for right now, email? actually. Yeah. Someone messaged um, us? Wait, did they message the right person? They did. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't the wrong. Actually, somebody sent us a demo <laughs> reel on Twitter the other day, and I was like, you don't know who oh, what? we are, babe. A demo reel? Like a reel? demo reel. It was like of an actor. I, I don't know. It was like, here's my demo And I was like, no. Nah. It, was, it was one of those emails that was clearly like written for... Oh, like where or you, messages that's written like to be mass like mailed out, kind of like our advertising messages. Um, no, kidding. But um, we don't I'm not actually kidding. Um, but he had sent uh, a demo. I think it was a he. I don't remember actually. But I was just like, you don't they. know who we are. You, you don't know. We yeah, can't help no. you. We can't help demo ourselves. Real? For what? <laughs> For I need what? To know. Where's she at? Um, no, but we did get an email from Jackie Ann. 
Oh, that's nice. We did. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna read it for you because sometimes we do that. Yes, we do. Uh, so let me start off with saying that this is my absolute favorite podcast. God oh, bless did you. you. Wait, is, did she say that or was yes. that you? No, she said that. Oh, okay. This isn't my favorite podcast. No, <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course it is. Uh, let me start off with saying that this is my absolute favorite podcast. I was listening to another true crime podcast before this, and they are great, but it started to really affect me negatively <laughs> and give me anxiety because they mostly covered really heavy, dark topics. Oh. Um, I had to take a break for a while for my sanity. That's true. Sometimes you do have to take yeah, a break. We're familiar with that. We're familiar with the break. Uh, but we like to keep it light around here, so... Glad that you appreciate that. Uh, I started looking for a podcast that talked about voodoo since I know nothing about it and it seemed interesting to me. I came across a, fr- a few, but they just didn't give me enough information and I didn't find them entertaining. Then I came across your podcast about voodoo and that's where it all began for me. Ooh. It was like love at first podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. It's really sweet. Uh, I have this thing where I have to start podcasts from the beginning though, so I'm not lost along the way. So I started this podcast around Halloween of 2019. I just listened to your 64th episode about the study of death, thanatology. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and Katie made a comment about how she thought she she thought about being buried as a tree, but unfortunately she would have to be cremated. We have something in common. Like I said, love at first podcast, LOL. I also want to be laid to rest as a tree. My husband told me about it a while back, and I love the idea of it being more natural and not as costly. I have good news, Katie. There are burial pods that cremation isn't required. You get to choose the tree, and your body is the fertilizer. I think it's a great idea, and I can continue to be an inconvenience to my family in the afterlife because they have to take care of the tree so that I, the tree, won't die again. (laughs) Die again. That would be my fucking The true death. The tree would actually just fucking wilt and just die. Yeah. But mostly just from the negative energy that it's feeding off. Like, honestly, we're probably not the best candidates for for that. Just want to say. um, Uh, Yeah, I'll grow into your fucking, like, water tank or whatever and fuck your life Bust your fucking (laughs) water tank wide open. Uh, Talk about a flooded basement. Talk about getting you wet. <laughs> Even from the afterlife. You know, just doing my job, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, kind of morbid, right? LOL. Since I am only on episode 65 now, I want to apologize if someone else has told you about these burial pods or if you guys already knew about them. I was just looking into the pods recently and I thought I'd share with you what I know. Kenny, I absolutely adore you, Katie. You are goals. <laughs> Love the podcast. I love that you cover different topics and you both make it lighthearted and fun. Keep them coming. Love, Jackie Ann. Aw, Jackie, that was so sweet. Yeah, and then she sent us a link to the burial pod so we can get our affairs in order. Just get it all lined up. So it's <laughs> going to be go good. go ahead and get your affairs in order. If anybody's interested, they're called Capsula Mundi. And here's a photo on their web. Oh, interesting. Their website's very interesting. <laughs> just people <laughs> holding big... trees, which is throwing me back to the Objectophilia episode. What did it say? Hold on. Oh, uh, my God. It's this, is... it's this person that Let... you can't see their face, and they're just holding a tree, and it says, I love you, Grandma. Let me describe. There's a hand on a tree, and it says, my John, how you've grown. <laughs> My John, what what great wood, what impressive you got wood. Some, what great wood you got. Huh? <laughs> That's what I want my tree ad to be. <laughs> oh, Katie, such impressive wood, you know, finally. Um, 
Yeah, it's interesting. So Capsula Mundi, uh, C-A-P-S-U-L-A, second word, Mundi, M-U-N-D-I. What type of tree would you want to be? Probably like a willow. Mm. Probably a willow. Yeah. Because I kind of got hair like a, like, you know. Like, I have those curly, tendrily hair, and I yeah. feel like wispy. the willow would, like, make sense. Yeah, wispy. <laughs> sure, that. Thin. <laughs> How about you? What would you want to be? Um, You'd want to be an oak or a holly. What if cacti. I got planted as an oak and you got planted as a holly? Then you would. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. I was right? actually going to so say. So could be, keep the oak king, holly king feud going. I was actually going to say a cacti. <laughs> <laughs> it's just your dead body with a fucking succulent just like in your eye socket like <laughs> yeah it's an it's art skinny. piece it's an art he's, piece uh, he's growing just as prickly in his death <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ um yeah so thank you for that email yeah and if Jackie. anyone else would like to send us an email uh, you can do that and send it on over to the haunted heart podcast at gmail.com yeah, that's our only email address. We've never had another one. No, Certainly one. not. Certainly no. never gave another one you on an episode. <laughs> Here's looking at you, Christmas special from like two years ago. Wow. <laughs> okay. So what I have we got today? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's housekeeping. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. Uh, We're done. No, I'm here to chew bubblegum and talk about murder, and we are... Not running short on murder in this world, folks. I, I don't so. have any bubblegum. You so. didn't bring the bubblegum? That no, was I your didn't job bring this bring week. Bubble gum. No, I don't have bubblegum. <sighs> if I had bubblegum, I would, would not be chewing it because you don't fucking chew bubblegum on a podcast. Yeah. You're recording. Yeah, you don't drink wine either, but we've done that before. You don't drink ice water. You don't water do a lot of things either. on a podcast that we do. <laughs> that we do. Um, just breaking rules, pushing down barriers. Hey, that's how I see it. So, whatever. Mm hmm. But anyway, what you got for me today? Um, so this week we're gonna we're gonna dig into um, we're gonna dig into some. Hmm, I gotta find a different way to say that because I don't want to <laughs> say hometown pride. But what's the opposite of pride? Hometown shame. Hometown shame. Hometown yes. sadness. Hometown summertime sadness. No. Deep. Nope. No. <laughs> no. No. Not yet. No. No. <laughs> no. That's copyright. <laughs> um. <laughs> What is Lana Del Rey gonna do? <laughs> she's gonna sleepily call. I don't know. Copyright. It's gonna be like that GIF, except she's gonna be at where of her like turning around slowly. Except it's she's at the foot of your bed doing it at night. Oh fuck! Actually, then, you know, then, whatever, girl. But then, like, she turns around one good time, and then there's the cease and desist letter. And God then just damn drops it! it off. <laughs> this is not what I wanted from you. Um, she'll have her red dress on tonight. That's that's for sure. Uh, no, so we're going to talk about um, some, not necessarily hometown, but home state. Uh, okay. we, I'm taking you to Radford, Virginia. Oh, never been. In this week's case. Um, we are going to discuss the murder of Alexa Cannon. Okay. Have you, Are you aware of it? Nope, never okay. heard of it. Okay, those of you, um, it actually has been posted in the Facebook group. There's been some discussion of it there. Um, so I know that some of you guys are familiar with the case. Some of you guys are not. But I did a little bit of digging, and I wanted to talk about this um, for a couple different reasons, not the least of which being that it is, Radford's actually not far from where we grew up. Um, we had a lot of uh, friends that we, we had a lot of acquaintances that we went to school with that went Wait, to Radford. how far is Radford? What, what? It's, it's only like two hours, I think. Oh, okay. It's not far at all. It actually might be under two hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, Makes sense, because it says you can get anywhere in Virginia, like, within four hours. 
right? Yeah. Isn't that like how it goes? I think. Something like In four theory. hours, so under four hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Radford Radford was like two hours or less away. Um, so it's, you know, kind of kind of close. Um, I knew a lot of people who went to school there. Um, of course, this was like 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. We don't have to talk about it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so I don't know, I don't currently know anybody who's enrolled there now, of course, but, um, it was, it's always unusual when you hear of something like this happening in a place that is close to you, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it just has a different sort of vibe because you know the environment, you know, you know, you feel a sense of familiarity with it that almost makes it more, um, more emotionally charged for you. So, yeah. For that and other reasons, I wanted to cover this case today. So um, it's a shorter case, but we're going to delve into it, and hopefully you will get something out of it. Interesting. All right. I'm ready. Let's go. So January 24th, 2019. Oh, shit. Yeah. Recent. recent. Okay. Yeah, very recent. Um, January 24th, 2019, Radford Police responded to a student apartment complex in the 1200 block of Clement Street for a domestic dispute call. Authorities had received multiple phone calls from neighbors at the apartment complex reporting some kind of domestic incident. Once inside the apartment in question, officers found a grisly scene. Louisa Cutting, age 21, was found covered in blood, and her roommate, Alexa Cannon, age 20, was unresponsive, lying on the ground. Reports indicate that Cannon had sustained 30 to 40 stab wounds to her torso. Mm. According to a warrant... Louisa Cutting turned around, placed her hands behind her back, and told police, arrest me, I killed her. A search warrant showed that the officers took pills, grinders, and multiple smoking devices, uh, and not tobacco, from Cutting's bedroom, a brown chalk-like substance from the kitchen, and a Lexicanon cell phone from under her left hand, as well as a black serrated knife that was taken from the victim. Now, past social media posts indicated that Cannon, a psychology major at Radford University in Virginia, and Louisa were actually very close friends. Um, there was a post on their Facebook on uh, Facebook from July 9th of 2018, so like six months before, mm-hmm. um, and it was on Alexa's profile, uh, and it read as follows. Quote, so incredibly proud of my best friend, Louisa Cutting, for becoming Latinos Student Alliance's president. I know you're going to be amazing with everything you do. Love you more. End quote. There was another post from March 28th of 2018. Um, That one was from Instagram, and it was also under Alexa's profile. And that one read, quote, I met this girl, talking about Louisa, two years ago online, and somehow we ended up living across from each other for a year. This summer, she was equivalent to my mom in Cancun, and unimaginably, she still puts up with me now that we're living together next year, end quote. Uh, Quote, the post had a rather chilling um, conclusion, I guess I would say, uh, it ended, quote, love you more, Lou, and everyone pray that we don't kill each other this year. Ooh. End quote. So, um, obviously, when this whole case broke early last year, everybody wondered what could have caused such violent discord between two friends. Right. Unfortunately, the answer doesn't really seem to be all that clear, Um, Louisa Cutting wasn't really able to provide a definitive reason for why she murdered her friend. 
It's possible that she didn't even know herself. Um, the night before the murder, she had ingested alcohol along with a wide variety of drugs. Multiple sources reported multiple drugs, um, but the most common that were sort of cross-reported uh, were cocaine, marijuana, uh, mushrooms, Adderall, and Xanax. Wait, all of this was found in her system? All of it was uh, ingested the night before the murder. Fuck. Yeah. Homegirl was wrecked. It's a lot. It's a lot of uppers mixed with a lot of downers. We take an Adderall and Xanax at the same time. We take in cocaine and I, weed at the same time. Taking weed. The fuck? <laughs> How old? Wow! Wow! You <laughs> taking that weed? I smoked a weed. <laughs> Literally, Nina. Do you have a weed, good sir? Yeah, I would like to partake. In your recreational activities. I'd like to partake in your botany, <laughs> please, sir. Do you have any hydroponic organic vegan weeds? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's scary because it's accurate. It's true. It's real. These people are real. I've been to L.A. recently. I saw these people. I uh-huh. met these people. I spoke with these people. It's a lot. It's yeah. just a lot. I saw some of them in Chicago too, but <laughs> different story there. Yeah, Chi Town, Chi Town, effectively Ooh. manages those people the and way they must be. I just had someone give me a look, and I was like, "See, the thing is, is that I'm so used to like from places like New York City or even in DC, where like if you just keep going, like they just you know they don't yes. don't make eye contact, yes. right? Like that's the golden rule. These yeah. people will." Find a way to make you have. They will contact your eyes, and they're like, "Call collect." They're like, "Hey, hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? Hey, you're not gonna look at me. It's look at lot. me right now. It's a lot." Ch- Chicago was, Chicago hit different. Yeah, I f- I felt. I mean, we went to Chicago last year, but we weren't really there for long enough to mm-hmm. really get a feel for the culture. But having been to LA recently, I can now definitively say what I have long suspected. I am. Definitely a New York person, like a New York City, like between the two, I, I'm going to have to go with New York. Yeah. Because I just need to have my business over here and I need you to be over there and I need our business not to interact. We'll see the difference. Unless we have a reason. And also in New York, you can get around, not necessarily that, but you can just fucking get around. LA is Makes like, sense, yeah. you take a fucking five mile cab ride and it's like $50. Yeah, and it also no. takes 45 minutes. And I just no. can't fucking deal. Same thing with Chicago. Like, it's like they have the like, quote unquote, like, what do they call it? The Not the subway or metro, but it's like some other. Like, they have a different word, word for it's it. It's like COCB something, whatever. I don't really know what it's what It's the probably it's better than DC Metro. But no, like, is it on fire? No. It's not no. DC Metro. <laughs> no. But when we were there, we were just mainly like around the, the hotel. But like I was there and I was like a little further downtown. And then mm-hmm. I was like walking to work because I was mm-hmm. there for a work thing. And, um, you know, just got to see all sorts of, like, I really got to, like, mingle with people while I was walking to work. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, we I all know I'm how good. good you are at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, good. Tell all us right. about yourself. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, long tangent there. Um, but basically, the night before, there had been a whole lot of different things in, um, cutting system. And according to Chris. I might pronounce this wrong, and if I do, I'm very sorry. Please don't sue me, Mr. Lawyer, sir. 
Uh, but according to Chris Rehack, uh, Radford University's um, city, or sorry, Radford City Commonwealth's attorney, she hadn't slept for several days beforehand and was exhibiting very strange behavior. Um, most of the behavior that Rehack talks about was during the interrogations after the fact. So the police show up. Um, Cutting says, arrest me. I killed her um, immediately um, without any prompting, most sources say. And um, they bring her in during questioning. That's when we start to see the strange behavior, such as um, praying out loud, trying to shove her hands in her mouth. She was like doing this thing where she was like trying to like, I don't know, kind of like when you're a kid and you're bored. Uh, So you try to shove your whole fist down your mouth. No. You didn't do that? No. Oh. No. I didn't. Maybe that was just me. Anyway. No. I guess. Send us an email, I guess. Um, <laughs> came in handy as an adult, I'm just saying. Um, no, gays put fists elsewhere. Anyway, continue. It's, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so she was praying out loud, trying to shove her hands in her mouth. She would have memory lapses, um, and she told the officers that she, quote, did cocaine with the devil, end quote. <laughs> which... Sorry, I don't, mean to la- I don't mean to laugh at the situation, but... Uh... Uh, the cocaine with the devil. Did cocaine with the devil. Wow. All right. How was he? Which, on the one hand, okay, but also, you did a whole lot more, girl, because you had Adderall and Xanax and mushrooms and weed and all kinds of shit. I mean, what else? Who'd, who'd you do those you with? You didn't just right. Like, who who, who was that? Join the party. First who was of all, that? like, do you do you think the devil does cocaine? I don't know. He Probably seems not. like a laid back type. That's of what I'm saying. You know what like, I'm saying? I think he likes to chill. I don't think he likes to get too upset. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Like, you know, much what I mean? like, like he, myself. I could just see him as more of like of the pot variety. You know, I mean, there's all those flames down there, and I could just see him just like casually like reaching over into the hellfire and lighting a joint and just you I know, can see that doing that. Like, Hot take, haunted heart know. podcast. <laughs> Satan's a pothead. There you go. <laughs> That's for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, but apparently, according to reports, she did a whole lot more than cocaine with the devil, Um, and at various points, she prayed, talked about the apocalypse, and recited the Hail Mary prayer over and over again in Spanish. Now, all jokes aside, um, because we're trying to keep it light, trying to look out for your mental health, Mm -hmm. um, it's clear from every report that I've read uh, of this interrogation behavior, you know, oftentimes people will try to um, put on. People will try to, because they don't understand the way that the insanity plea works. Um, essentially, really short version, if you do anything after creating a crime, let's say murder, if you do anything after a murder to cover it up, mm-hmm. That shows that you knew that what you did was wrong, and it's going to immediately negate any kind of insanity plea. So when they're arguing insanity, they're not necessarily trying to prove that the person is crazy. They're trying to prove that crazy, quote unquote. Um, they're trying to prove that they knew that they they had their wits about them enough to know that what they did was wrong, and they're trying to then cover that up. Um, whereas, you know, Compared with a case where somebody just kills somebody in cold blood in the middle of the day in the middle of the street right. and then just walks home covered in blood or to a PTA meeting. It just shows that they were, uh, what's the word, coherent? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's there's levels of how that's defined, and it gets really complicated. And I'm sure that Twitter's going to send us all kinds of wonderful, useful, Twitter's like gearing up, helpful information. They're like, you know, raising their fucking jeans Twitter's up poised or above their keyboards, poising it up like, well, listen here, listen here, little lady, straightening their pocket protectors. <laughs> actually, actually, let they're me doing tell you. like mouth stretches, like vocal warm ups to like to be able to properly hit that like Holly actually. <laughs> red leather yellow leather love it um but yeah so it, it gets really complicated twitter don't come for me but that's basically the the gist of it but you see people who misunderstand the insanity um plea and how that whole thing functions so they'll do a crime cover it up try continue covering it up and then when they're finally caught and brought in for an interrogation they act like just off the wall crazy right they make up behaviors they act insane um ted bundy did it to a degree and with that whole bullshit of like blaming you know the media and society um because (laughs) he's fucking proto joker i guess um but you know by all accounts that i read of this particular situation this was very much not that this behavior was not um from what's been reported it didn't seem put on it seemed very genuine and even in watching um some of the recordings of the trials some of the press conferences louisa cutting seems to me like an individual who really um very genuinely had a lot of um or has probably a lot of mental health um issues um that she's struggling with now does that completely excuse her behavior absolutely not um Mental health isn't your, uh, I'm borrowing this from another very famous podcaster. I'm sure that you all know him, Marcus Parks, Mr. Marcus Parks. It's a very good saying. Um, Mental health is not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Mm. So if you do have those issues, it's your responsibility to seek care for yourself, to seek medication if that's what you need, and take it responsibly to seek therapy if you need to. Um, But that's a, a phrase that he says all the time, and I think it's a really good one to pass along. Um, but all of this strange behavior that she seems that Louisa Cutting during the interrogation seems to be um, displaying seems, by all intents that I've or by all accounts that I've read, to be genuine and not put on. Uh, Cutting's defense attorney kind of echoed that. Uh, his name is Blair Howard which was a very interesting tidbit that's not related to this case at all. But Blair Howard is actually the same attorney who defended Lorena Bobbitt in her infamous case. Oh, wow. So he actually is Lorena Bobbitt's defense attorney, former defense attorney. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was super weird. It was buried in, like, the research for this case. And I was like, what the fuck? Good job digging, Lorena Bobbitt? Lorena Bobbitt? Interesting. I was like, what an interesting time. I haven't Um, heard from her in a minute. But apparently Blair Howard, um, he confirmed that Cutting had a history of drug abuse. And he said that um, the drug abuse had led to a psychotic episode on the night in question. Um, Officers eventually secured a temporary detention order for cutting and she was involuntarily hospitalized for 11 days following the event um howard said quote i'm absolutely convinced that she was undergoing a psychotic episode 
but that was brought about, unfortunately, by her use of drugs, end quote. Um, he also said that it was most appropriate that Cutting accept responsibility for her actions. He said that she has since become sober, that she's received help, and she's thought a lot about what led to her actions. Quote, my heart goes out to the Cannon family. Uh, I am so, so sorry. End quote. And that's a direct quote from Louisa Cutting in court. Um, I actually have seen the footage of that. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me, I could be completely fucking wrong, but it seems to me genuine. Um, Cutting was initially sentenced to 40 years in prison. She entered into a plea agreement with the Commonwealth of Virginia, which resulted in her sentence being reduced to a 20-year active prison sentence, followed by 10 years of probation. Um, the silver lining that was cited by um, Rehack, the guy who represented Alexa Cannon's family, mm-hmm. um, or I guess he represented the state for the benefit of Alexa Cannon's family, um, he said that the guilty, the silver lining in the case was that the guilty police spared Cannon's family and friends from having to endure a trial. So this didn't even really go to trial. Um, you know, from the beginning, Cutting admitted, you know, that she was at fault. And unfortunately, um, from everything that I looked into on social media and things like that about Alexa Cannon, she seemed to be a really bright... Um, intelligent uh and caring 20 year old and we have now lost her because of all of this so wow um very sad for everyone involved um yeah for everyone involved it's crazy that like i just have to figure like what like what has to be going on in order for you to have to like yeah, yeah you, she did what cocaine mushroom like all of this stuff like cocaine what, like, marijuana mushrooms that is like Adderall, i have never Xanax. heard of like of a cocktail like that before then like i just don't yeah. understand like she, mm, she must have had some like i don't i don't know that's yeah it's dangerous. I mean, you take those like, things and then you put it on. And, you know, I mean, we laugh, we have fun. Totally not judgmental of anybody. You know, do what you want to do and be safe. But be safe is the key there. Right. And, you know, some people, and I have friends who are like this. You know, I have friends who have different, um, you know, they struggle with different mental disorders. And, and that means for some of them that, like, I have friends who can't smoke weed because it makes them go to a place of, like, like psychotic thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, I mean, we'd supposed to be super chill, whatever, um, but they can't, for some reason, that like activates that part of their brain. And and then, you know, you there are people who don't have addictive personalities who can just dabble in whatever they want. And then there yeah. are people like me who have very addictive personalities. And so you have to stay far away from stuff because, you know, I mean, I get addicted to people. <laughs> um, this is why I had this motherfucker around Fucking. for so damn long. For real. 15 plus years. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it just all, you know, no judgment to anybody, but know what your limits are and be safe. And, you know. Yeah. And it just, it. Uppers and downers, don't mix them. Because Vodka they seemed... fun, but don't mix your uppers oh, no. and your downers, honey. Um. 
yeah, don't do that. Because uh, it just seems like they had like a, a you know, a good relationship like prior to, to yeah. this whole yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it do- doesn't seem to be anything that was like intentionally malicious or like Mm -mm. what would her motive have been like Mm -mm. what you know so it almost just sounds like you know she got like like what all of that stuff like just fucked her in the head yeah like probably unfortunately you know the um the poor victim like was probably like that's probably why they were fighting or arguing or whatever dispute was heard like you know what I mean? And, like, it's just sad all around that, that, you know, that combination of drugs just really just made this girl kill, like, what is apparently her best friend. Yeah. But but I, th- I do think it's important to be careful with our, with our phrasing, which is probably why I stumbled so much over my words in that story. But, um, the... Yes, the drugs created a situation, I believe, and everybody has a different perspective, but I believe that the drugs created a situation in which um, behaviors were carried out that that probably would not have been carried out had the drugs not been part of the equation. Right. right. right so right, the, right. the entrance of the drugs, the inclusion of the drugs in the situation just took everything and ramped it all the way up to 11. Right. right. Um, but the drug use was voluntary. Yeah, you know? it was voluntary. She chose to take, she chose to take those things and, and that particular, all of those different things and that combination of things. And that's where, you know, that's what I mean when I say be careful, be responsible, be careful. You know, you can't, you can't dump all that shit on your brain and still expect shit to like fire correctly. It's it's not going to work. Right. It's going to put you in a state where you're not seeing reality as it actually exists. And then you could end up creating a huge, like a world of hurt for everybody around you. And, you know, potentially permanently altering the course of somebody else's life. Do you think several that, somebody else's lives? Do you think her that family, was, I'm sure, is in mourning? Do you think that she was a regular drug user? <sighs> I don't know, because on the one hand, I'm like, well, okay, if you were a regular drug user, then maybe you would feel confident mixing all those things. But then the other, like, I'm almost leaning more towards maybe she wasn't because it it seems like somebody who has no idea how drugs work just decided to take everything. Right. And see what happened, you know? Right. But that wasn't really, I mean, there there hasn't, because this case was so open and shut, there wasn't a lot of, like, you know, it wasn't a contentious case. Right, so. right, right. right. I would be surprised if she hadn't, like, done some drugs before, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. It yeah. it almost seems like somebody who has who knows nothing about drug culture, yeah. just taking everything they've ever heard yeah. of. Yeah, or, I mean, but then there could be other can. issues, like, down. I mean, maybe she was a regular drug user, and then, you know, uh, there are other factors, like, um, you know, depression or anything like that that yeah. could have, like, triggered... Um, you know, the taking of all of those. So yeah, I think there's that, a lot that we don't yeah. really know. It's it's quite possible that there could be some degree of self medicating. That there, I, I think, there probably were underlying mental issues. Um, that then were exacerbated by drugs. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a hot take just from us. That seems to be the general consensus. But 
you know, looking into it, it just doesn't seem, doesn't seem like put on, doesn't seem like we're trying to, you know, because from the very beginning, she took the responsibility of, I, I did it. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, sad story. So that's very sad. Um, everybody loses in that situation. Our, our hearts go out to the family of Alexa Cannon, but also to the family of Louisa Cutting because, you know, fucked up shit happens and then, or people do fucked up shit. And then, you know, as their family member, you're, you know, I'm sure they're upset too that she's now incarcerated for 20 years and yeah. then is going to be on parole for 10 years. And she's altered the course of her life as well yeah. and taken a life from somebody else. So yeah. everybody loses. Yeah. Everybody loses. So um, because that was a super depressing story. Wow. <laughs> I thought that we would uh, try lift it up a little bit. Lift it on up in spirit. Lift it on up. Lift them spirits. Take it. Take a breath. Take a cleansing breath. Mm-hmm. And just um, maybe focus on some good news. Okay. So uh, I found a lovely little website. It's called Sunny Skies. Skies. Skies with a Z. Sunny Skies with a Z dot com slash good dash news. If you're ever having a bad day, maybe maybe just go in and bookmark that for yourself because okay. basically what it is is just like a list of um, every day they update it and they share good news stories from around the world. So it's just good news. Okay. So Ooh, when you're scrolling nice. Facebook and your family's stressing you out and everybody's arguing or you are like knee deep in your murder podcasts and the world is seeming pretty fucking bleak. Just go with sunny skies and my friend Jackie might like that. Out. Your friend, oh yeah, yeah, she might. That's for you. That's for Jackie, you, Jackie. Check it out. That's for you. Jackie's like, oh, I had to take a break from my other murder podcast because it got too dark, and then I covered one of the saddest cases. <laughs> then I came over episode. here, and then it was dark. But she's listening to backlog right now, so Fine. she's well, not. <laughs> yeah. So she'll catch up. She'll hear this in a couple of months, Jackie. When you hear this, hey girl. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Um, hope you made it this far. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we're going to open up a window on that darkness and we're going to share some positive stories. Um, so a surgeon apparently performed the first ever transplant to cure deafness. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. February 17th. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I did. Hear Which is like literally that. like fucking. What day is that? Today. That's today. Fuck. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, it is today. Yeah. A South African surgeon. I didn't team. hear about that. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. I'm like, girl, how did you hear about that? You were driving. Um, A South African surgeon and his team at the University of Pretoria mm. made history by successfully completing the world's first ever middle ear transplant using 3D printed bones. How cool is that? That's really cool. I would have thought that we would have done that by now. Me too. Though. Me too. I mean, I'm super proud for, I'm super proud, and I don't mean to, like, downplay this. What a this. fucking buzzkill. I, I don't mean to be. Would have thought you already did it, huh? But I mean, like, I don't know. I yeah. just, I don't know. Like, I thought you could get that from, like, you know, people who donate organs or something, and then, like, put their bone in your bone. I guess not. Um, there are a lot of tiny bones, though. Put their bone know. in your bone. 
<laughs> you nasty. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. I always like watching. One other thing that I do when I'm sad is I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch um, the videos of the kids who get the cochlear implant mm, and like the first time that they can yeah. hear or like really old people, like the first time they hear music. Oh, yeah. Gets me. It gets me. Oh, yeah. It fucks um, me up, man. The like the people who suffer from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they hear music or, mm-hmm. like, they play, like, an old song or something and then they remember it. God. That? Oh, my God. It fuck you up. You don't need drugs. No. Who needs Xanax <laughs> when you have... a downer? Shit. ...videos on YouTube. Fuck. Check your ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Oh, this was a fucking cool story. You know what? This is, like, reverse what the fuck crimes. It is. It kind of is. <laughs> Kind of, do you feel good about yourself? I feel good about myself. Um, no, I kind of feel like an asshole. <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's okay. It's appropriate. Um, uh, this one, it, this was really cool. Uh, a musician apparently found out a way to hack his prosthetic arm to control a synthesizer with his thoughts. Wait. Fucking lawnmower Wait. man except no. with a mixer. No, I'm not into it. That's no? creepy. Oh, it's fine. Uh-uh. I think it's cool. What the fuck? He hacked into Look, his here's own the thing. arm. Everybody's afraid of our cyborg overlords, but I, as an avid viewer of Star Trek The Next Generation, am fully prepared body, adi-adi, body, adi, 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 and spirit for our android daddies to come you know i mean i'm ready i'm ready for it uh i'm ready brent spiner has prepared me for this and i'm ready i he hacked into his arm yeah yeah apparently so as a musician um meyer i don't have his first name sorry uh had the idea i hope these stories are real um he had the idea to swap out the prosthetic hand for a do-it-yourself controller for his modular synthesizer so he can play music by just like thinking about it fucking wow that is cool cool. that's like x-men superpower it's cool it's like lawnmower man 2.0 but like cooler than that yeah yeah all right super fucking cool all right we'll do one more i got my eyes on that guy though we got i'm watching him meyer (laughs) <laughs> don't have his first name but i'm watching him um okay uh oh, no this, good news this <laughs> that's it a, that's all the good news no, in the world i'm looking for a good one some of them are like fake good news where it's like good news but it makes you sad like this one telling you to send valentine's day cards to kids at saint jude Whew. it's heavy mm. That's heavy. Um, also, wombats digging water holes to save other animals during Australia's like drought and the fires. Can't, can't. Not good news. Makes yeah. me sad. Yeah, no. Um. Well, that's all the good news. Oh, here's a good one. All right, <laughs> we'll end on this one. Um. So Finland, which I actually thought they had already done this, but maybe I'm thinking of Iceland. <laughs> Um, Finland apparently now is uh, offering fathers, new fathers, the same paid leave as mothers. Oh, which I heard is, that. Yeah. Um, that's a story from February 6th, but I'm pretty sure that um, Iceland has been doing that for a long time. <laughs> so get get on get on get on Iceland's level. Oh yeah, get on my level. No, I meant to tell you actually. You triggered a memory when you told me that I was uh, when you mentioned that I was driving. Yes, when I was driving home today. 
uh, I got behind a white van. And I kid you not, the tag said free candy. No, don't do it. The tag literally That person's said, a fucking troll. The tag said fr 3 C-N-D-Y. That person a, listens to this fucking show. And it was a <laughs> solid white van. Amazing. No, like, it was just obscure going down the road and said free candy. I tried to get a picture of it, but then the cop beside me gave me a dirty look. And I just awkwardly put my phone down. Yeah, here's Snapchatting and driving. Look at you. <laughs> you gonna be a story we cover. Perhaps. No, we don't do uh, that. No, that person probably is the biggest troll. Or... Just live in their authentic life. You know what? What if Maybe, they did that free candy? Look, you should carry that message forward into your week. Live your authentic life. Yes. Live as authentically as the predator in the white van with the free candy license plate. Live with that level of authenticity each day. He's like, Greet listen, the world. I'm telling you, it's weird that I drive a white van. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Embracing I drive it. a white van, embracing it. Embracing free it fully. Embracing it fully. Here we are. I just hope that he has actual candy in his van because I am going to call him on it mm-hmm. if I see him. You're going to stop. Hey. you be like, where's my Twizzlers? I heard you got candy in this van. No? Huh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. False advertising. Disappointing. Uh, yeah, no. I want you to live as authentically as that. Yeah. And I also want you to uh, check us out on social media. We're on Twitter at The Haunted Art. We are on Instagram at The Haunted Art Podcast. We're on Facebook. If you aren't part of our private Facebook group, look, we've been telling you. Been telling you. We've we been, been telling been told you. you. We've been telling you for almost 100 episodes now. Yeah. You got to get up in that. You You got two years. Yeah. Two years. We've been telling you You got to get up in that Facebook group. It's super fun. It's the best way to stay up to date on all the news events and happenings. And there's a bunch of cool people on there who discuss the show and also other things. Mm -hmm. True crime stories uh, as they're breaking. It's just good discussions. So get in the Facebook group. Get on it. Yep. Move it to the top of your to-do list. Yeah. Uh, you can also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Haunted Heart Podcast to support us. Um, is it the it's the Haunted Heart Podcast? Yeah. 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 It's something like that. Just search. <laughs> yeah, it. girl, no. it is. Patre- Patreon.com slash the Haunted Heart Podcast. We have all sorts of um like rewards and shit and uh, special content on there that's only accessible to Patreon uh, to patrons. patrons. We also have a Discord if you ever want to talk to us. I've been a little lonely on the Discord lately, but that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm a podcaster. I'm used to talking to myself. That's true. So, um, yeah, if you – Discord is open to members of all level, levels, so check out the Patreon. Um, you can join for as little as, like, a dollar a month. Yeah. And if you like what like you hear – The cost of the ice in your iced coffee. Yeah. And uh, like I said, <laughs> if you like what you hear, uh, then please leave us a review. We love reviews. Yeah, we love reviews. reviews. They free, girl. It's a free way That's to like, free show love. your support for the show. You can go on um, if you can go onto our Facebook page uh, if you search it at the Haunted Heart, like Katie said, um, and you can leave a review there, or you can leave it on iTunes. Um, you know, wherever you listen to us, that allows you to leave some uh, some love. Hell yeah! If you write a funny one, we'll read it on the fucking show. That's true. We will. <gasps> oh, that reminds me. Do we, we have one? Do have a funny one actually oh my God. actually All right. this is on. a this is a master class on how to write your review this is hold what you gotta on. do one one hot second everybody has already turned the podcast off 
The title <laughs> the said. <deep> cut. <laughs> the title says, "Laughed so hard it was vomit inducing." <laughs> My favorite pod. Love the friendship between these hosts. Can't wait for Netflix and Kill to return. I swear to God, I thought you were about to say, "Love the friendship between these hoes." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was going to be like, I accept it. Um, Yeah, Netflix and Kill is coming back. We are coming at you. We got a bunch of bullshit on Netflix that we need discussing. Mm -hmm. And if you have any recommendations that you want to send our way, um, send us an email at thehauntedheartpodcast at gmail.com. I know it's really tempting to message us on Facebook, but what happens is, like, we get a lot of messages, and then, like, the message gets, like, on our personal pages, and the message gets, like, buried. And then, like, messaging us on the page. Like, yeah, send it to the, yeah, yeah. Send it to our email, and that way, like, our email is organized, believe it or not. And we can actually, it really uh, is. It's like the most organized thing about us is our email. We can, we can make sure that we don't miss it. So send it via email if you want us to review anything on Netflix, and we will do it for you. And it's only organized because there's nothing in it. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Alright guys, you know what to do. Until next time, you gotta stay spooky.